Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by an absolute comedy legend. I think legend doesn't even begin to describe this person, but uh, that's about the best that we can describe him as, is a legend. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome Mr. Rich Little. How's it going, Rich? Just great. Yeah, I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. So, uh, Rich, uh, first off, I have to say congratulations on your uh, recent achievement. You are the longest-running uh, act in, uh, in, in Vegas uh, at, at the Tropicana, is it? Yeah, the Tropicana, yeah, five nights a week. Five nights a week. How do you manage to, to do it all? Well, I keep busy, you know, I've got my health, and uh, I still do impressions, so it gives me something to do, and uh, the audience seems to enjoy the show, so I'm going to continue, as long as I can. As long as as you can. So, uh, tell us, um, I know that uh, with, well, let me me rephrase this, so you're also known for doing uh, the Dean Martin Celebrity Roasts, um, and... uh, one of the recent roasters uh, just passed away, Don Rickles, the legendary Don Rickles. Um, did you know Don and Barbara that well? Oh, I knew Don very well, uh, yeah. Um, uh, we did the Dean Martin roast together. He uh, he did 19, I did 24, and uh, I spent a lot of time with Don, and I was amazed at his comic ability. Uh, probably the funniest man I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's a great loss, you know. Yeah. But uh, he had he had a great career. He really did. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Did you go to to Don's funeral? No, I I don't think he had a funeral. I'm not sure he did. I'm 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 not aware of it. But uh, um, no, there wasn't too much done except that uh, people think of him very very fondly and uh, yeah. And they all knew, you know, that he was a nice guy and uh, that it was all a put on and. Uh, uh, so he, people love Don Rickles, you know. He's, he's one of the greats, and I was privileged to know him. So uh, can you give us a story or two about what uh, the preparation for the whole Dean Martin celebrity roast was like, having all these stars there? Yeah, well, you know, there were the best uh, entertainers in the world on those roasts, you know, the best comics and some of the great actors of all time. So there, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, uh, you're standing up in front of these giants, and uh, I'm in my 20s. And um, once you get, uh, could get over that, uh, you know, it was kind of fun to do. But uh, uh, I, I did so many roasts because I think I could imitate uh, many people that were on the roasts. And if I could imitate at least four or five people on the dais, uh, I got to do the roast. And um, that was great fun, you know, to do an impression in front of with somebody and and dean was uh, dean was great he um he didn't socialize much he, he, you know he was hard to get to know but he, he sure was funny and he had a a great ability to make you laugh um, you know especially when things went wrong he was he was incredible <laughs> um yeah he was one of the greats so what was your uh, very first roast that you did i don't know what the first one was um I, I can't remember what the very first roast I did, but, um, you know, I can remember certain roasts stick out of my mind, uh, the Jimmy Stewart one, where I taught Jimmy how to imitate himself. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. And uh, doing uh, the Johnny Carson roast, where I 
Um, you know, I did all Johnny Carson's mannerisms. I think he had 23 of them. And <laughs> he, um, he got quite a kick out of that, you know. John, Johnny Carson, Rich, you, you do me so good. I, I was thinking when I die, they should bury you. <laughs> so luckily they didn't but <laughs> yeah absolutely but, but that was a great impression for me johnny carson i had a lot of fun doing him you said that you know, was and a- i think i'm known i think i'm known for a couple of voices johnny carson's one of them nixon was one i was known for for years reagan jimmy stewart you know um uh, certain voices uh stick in people's minds and um when they see my show, I guess they, they want me to do them, you know, the ones they, yeah. they remember the best. So that's what I do. So uh, are you always uh, perfecting and trying to work on these uh, impressions all, all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly working on voices. I'm, I'm working on Donald Trump, you know. It, uh, it's, uh, it's a difficult voice to do, uh, you know. He, uh, it's easy to look like him, you know. You put on that... Uh, that orange wig and, um, you know, and those long ties. But the voice is uh, a little tricky. We are going, we are going to build a wall, a great wall. And Walmart is going to pay for the wall. <laughs> that's actually pretty, pretty good. So, well, that's kind of the, um, kind of the intimate Donald Trump. There's another Trump voice when he's speaking at a rally. You know, it's a different sound entirely. Most politicians have two voices, you know, the one where they're speaking to a large group of people and then the more one-on-one, the more intimate, uh, you know, impression. And um, I do the more quieter uh, Donald Trump, if, there, if there's such a thing. <laughs> Is there any... But I like him. I really do. I, 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 I find him fascinating. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by him. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him, but um, I, 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 th- I think he's done a pretty good job of this so far, you know. I, I think he's uh, I think he's surprised a few people. He's I would, a little more serious than we thought he would be. I have to agree with you there. Um, I think that he doesn't get the credit that he that he deserves for, for what he for what he does, just to put it shortly uh, in, yeah. in that manner of speaking. I think, he sh- I think he should build a wall around the press. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably not not a bad idea but uh but but anyway so uh is there any voice throughout your uh amazing career that um you have not been able to uh perfect uh oh yeah i'd like to do angeli jolay that would be fun i'd never be lonely <laughs> <laughs> no that there's a, there's a lot of actors i wish i could imitate i don't know how you do uh, George Clooney, you know, or uh, Matt Damon or Brad Pitt. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be tough to do them. You know, act, actors today, we have a lot of good actors, but we don't have voices like we used to. So it, it becomes tougher for an impersonator, actually, than it used to be. You know, because all, all the movie stars back in the 40s, you could, you could imitate them all, you know, almost. You know, Humphrey Bogart and Everett G. Yeah. Robinson, James Cagney, Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne. They all had very distinctive voices, and they were all larger than life and, and easy to identify, you know, but not so much today. So, so that was going to be, be my next question for you. Um, I was going to ask you what you think of voice actors today and, and comedians today 
versus uh, when you first first started out? Well, you know, I, I came along uh, when, uh, you know, the greats were performing and got to work with Jack Benny and George Burns and Dean Martin and, oh, my gosh, so many great comedians, Melton Burrow, Red Buttons. Um, uh, I, I was very lucky. But uh, uh, today, uh, you know, you, you watch a roast on TV today and they're pretty blue. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, you don't know half the people or most of the people that are uh, uh, that are doing the roasting you know um so they're they're different than they used to be the dean martin roasts actually were were never blue you know once in a while they got a little racist but um not bad and uh, never blue but um today my god you can say and do anything you want today and it's a, it's a whole different ball game yeah really. i like uh as far as cussing goes although i know he never did it uh he came close but i mean basically going back to to don rickles uh he had that line you hockey puck to <laughs> to uh yeah. cover up i mean for but he but he never cursed uh but in but in no man, don was never blue yeah don, never don blue, was never don. blue no and that's and yeah, but boy he, he if he went after you though he 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 went after me a few times i was flattered i loved it when he did me i thought i've arrived don's putting me down he used to say rich <laughs> if if you ever found out who you are you probably want to be somebody else why don't you put your teeth in backwards and bite yourself to death? <laughs> but i i loved it you know uh, uh when when he went after me not too many times but he he did once in a while you know and, yeah uh, i was flattered because uh boy if don Rickles could uh could go after you, you know, and put you down. Um, I guess you've arrived, you know. <laughs> that yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. That it was always a honor for Don to uh, to go after you. Oh yeah, he 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 was funny, you know. The way his mind worked, you know. Rich, why don't you go back to Canada? Put a Mountie hat on, sit in the nude, and suck maple maple syrup, you know. <laughs> Wow. A lot of it didn't make much sense, but it sounded funny, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so whenever you, you did the roast, uh, would you always go up there and, uh, and uh, improvise, or would you always have it uh, pre-planned out on, on the act? Oh, no, no, no. You, you, never, uh, you never improvised uh, on the roast, uh, you know. Um, there were a few people that uh, threw away the cards and thought they could just do their own material and usually died. Yeah. Um, you had to, you had to, um, read the lines and, uh, you know, sometimes you, you do something that you wrote sometimes what they wrote and, um, and mix it up and, um, you know, and, and use your best judgment. You know, sometimes yeah. a, a joke might not work, so you just go on to the next one. But, um, yeah, as long as you're having fun and, uh, and the audience is, uh, you know, enjoying it and, uh, with Dean there, you know, they were they were always in a good mood because Dean was ad libbing and uh, he screwed up all the time, and uh, everybody <laughs> loved it when he did that. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, speaking of Dean Martin, Dean never rehearsed. Is that is that true? Never rehearsed. Never. No, he didn't like to rehearse. He didn't read the cue cards. He didn't even know who the guest of honor was when he started <laughs> to do the show. Wow. Dean was in his own world. Dean wanted to do it as fast as he could and then leave. 
and I don't know why he was in such a hurry. <laughs> I often yeah. think, what what did he rush home for? What did he do when he got home? You know, well, he played golf. I know that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and Dean would do the roasts. Um, you know, they they taped for an hour, so he was probably in the studio an hour and a half, uh, and that was it. And um, just read the cards, and um, and uh, when things went wrong, he he. Uh, he could uh, pull it out, you know. He just had a wonderful way of ad-libbing. It was just incredible to watch him. So uh, have you ever been asked by the – or let me ask you this, rather. Uh, are you still a part of the Friars Club? Um, I was a friar. Uh, I don't know whether I still am or not. I'm, You know, there, there's no friar in Las Vegas or L.A. anymore, but in, in New York there is. Yeah. And um, – yeah, next time I go to New York, I'll, I'll go by the Friars because it's a, it's a good organization, you know, and there's some wonderful people involved. And uh, I just don't get to New York that often, you know. But uh, yeah. I did a lot of those Friars roasts back in the in the 70s, you know, those uh, those blue ones that Milton Burrow did. And uh, they, they were funny. They were blue, but it, it was clever blue, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind if it's blue, if it's, uh, if it's clever. Um, but if it's just uh, dirty. I mean, you know, I did get, it doesn't appeal to me at all. But uh, those roasts were fun to do, actually, because, oh my God, uh, the, some, of the, some of the things people came out with, well, you could see why they were never on television. <laughs> you know. so, so would you say that's, that's the highlight of your career, getting to do, do the roast with Dean Martin and, and all these other big-time stars? I think, I think the, uh, the, the Martin roast, I did 24, and then I hosted the Tonight Show about, uh, oh, I don't know, a dozen times, and um, that was a high point for me. I had my own television uh, variety show in the 70s. That, that was another high point for me, but it only lasted one season. So, um, you know, uh, performing at both Reagan inauguration galas, that, that was another high point for me in my career. So, you know, I've had high points and low points, but um, to be still working, you know, and I'm in my late 70s, it's, it's pretty good, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to talk to uh, uh, Shadow Stevens here recently, and uh, there's not many people who, well, I mean, are, are from that generation left that are still working. Uh, Shadow being one of them, uh, who's been in show business for close to, I think, over four decades, maybe. And uh, but uh, most yeah. of the, yeah, mo most of the people today, I mean, they're they're all gone pretty much for for the most part. Oh yeah, I, I was looking at the uh, picture I have of the uh, Frank Sinatra Dean Martin roast with the whole cast posing for a picture, and I was looking at it actually yesterday, and there's only two people in that picture alive: me and Ruth Buzzy. Do you still and everybody else is gone. Everybody else is gone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's quite astounding to see all these greats that are, that are no longer with us. It uh, it just shows you how time marches on. You know. It, yeah. Do you still uh, talk to any of the other roasters that are still living? Um, no. Um, <laughs> very few people are. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I know that you just you know, mentioned there, there's Bruce some Buzzing. people that. There are some people that did the roast, but did did a, did a few, you know, like uh, Tony Orlando did a few, and Jamie Farr and people like that. But um, um, the ones that did a lot of roasts, uh, they're all they're pretty well all gone now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad to yeah, see. Yeah, my, my act is my act is deceased. <laughs> but and and I, I do have to say that uh, that's one thing that I do like about you going going back to your comedy that you are uh, a very clean comedian, and I've always uh, very much appreciated that uh, about you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm of the old school, you know. Uh, the kids today. Uh, the uh, comedians of today, uh, they they say anything they want, and uh, you know they think it's uh, it's kind of appropriate if you use the four-letter words. But yeah, um, I I don't really uh, unless well I tell one story where I actually do you use the F word uh, where um, and it's a true story. If you buy my book, it's in the book. It's a long story, but. Uh, uh, Betty Davis actually ended up telling the uh, President Reagan to F off. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure that's, that's and not, that's I, not I won't time. tell you the whole story. It's too long. But if you buy my book, uh, little by little, um, I, I do a whole chapter on uh, Reagan and the Betty Davis story is very funny. I do uh, want to... It's a little crude, but it's funny. I do, I do want to... Uh, ask you one, one more question about your impersonations about uh well let me ask you this whenever you uh, were, were younger maybe as a kid did you uh impersonate uh your family members at all or did you have did you oh, remember yeah, your, your I, very I, first I, oh yeah i could do my father a little bit i could do my mother actually my mother was one of my best impressions but there was no money in it you know <laughs> yeah i could uh, my mother I, I can still imitate my mother she's long gone but uh, she'd say richard I saw you on the Ed Sullivan show on Sunday night. Oh, really, Mother? What'd you think? I didn't like the tie. And that suit has got to go to the goodwill. Did your... That's the way my mother talked. Did... Yeah. What did we, what were, why were you wearing those shoes? We, I thought we threw them out. You know? That's... She was a character of my mother. You know, she used to come and see my show, and she said, "I don't mind you doing people like Jack Nicholson, but if you start cursing, I will leave." <laughs> I think. <laughs> and we... so when I I would do Jack Nicholson, when my mom was in the audience, I go, "Well, golly, well, gee whiz, you know, darn it." <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't really Jack, is it? No, no, no. I think that that reminds. <laughs> I can't have my mother. I couldn't have my mother get up in the front row and leave. You know, was, so I always used to appease her. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that we might have grown up with with the same mother, Rich. Yeah. Because yeah. your your yeah, mom sounds true. a lot lot like a lot like mine. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, they only have one mother, and that's yeah. why we've got to be nice yeah. to them. Yeah. So, uh, so you had mentioned your book. Tell us uh, a little bit about your book. Is this uh, basically stories about your your whole career? Well, it isn't a bio at all. It's it's funny things that have happened with me and celebrities down through the years, and uh, there are a lot of funny stories in the book. It's called Little by Little: People I Have Known and Been. Is the name of the book. You can get it on Amazon.com, and. Um, I talk about, oh, Frank Sinatra, I talk about George Burns, Orson Welles, Judy Garland, uh, Julie Andrews, I, I talk about uh, Jackie Gleason, you know, I talk about a lot of people, Ronald Reagan, 
And um, they're, they're just kind of funny things that have happened. And um, it's been out now for a couple of months, and it's selling very well. It's really, really doing great. So uh, my, my final question for you, Rich, if you don't mind, uh, can I get you, because this has been one of my favorite impressions that you do, is, uh, and someone that I personally did admire as well, is uh, Ron Ronald Reagan. Well, well, yes, Ronnie Reagan. Well, you know, the first time I met Reagan, I said, uh, Mr. President, you always start every sentence with, well, and he said, well, I guess I do. I guess I do. And then I said, and you always look down, and then you raise your head and you say, well, why do you look down before you speak? And you know what he said to me? Well, Rich, you'd look down too if you owned a horse ranch. <laughs> he was pretty funny. He, he always had a funny line for you. Uh, he, uh, he was almost a comedian. I mean, gosh. He loved humor, and he loved to tell jokes. Oh, my gosh. When I'd go to the White House, he would, he would do impressions for me. Um, he was quite a remarkable man, President Reagan. A lot of charm and um, that little twinkle in his eye. And uh, he just uh, was a fascinating man, and uh, I, I, I just adored him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, by far, I, and also going back to what, what you said about him being humorous, um, George, George W. Bush was also, is also a pretty funny person himself. He, he could also be a comedian. George, George, George W. Bush, my fellow Americans, my fellow Americans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did senior too, you know, George Bush senior. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Good, good. You know, he kind of, kind of talked like that. You know, punctuated words, and and um, and uh, the son talked. You know, more more like this. My fellow Americans, on nine eleven, our nation came under attack. It was all in the papers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to. So I have to. Uh, so I have to ask this final question, if, if that's okay. I know that I had said uh, previously. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into show business, maybe comedy, or someone who does uh, impersonations like, like, like yourself? Well, I think if you want to do impersonations, uh, I, I would do voices that nobody else does. You know, if you can do somebody um, that... Uh, uh, that nobody's either thought of doing or is difficult to do. And if you can do it well, uh, you know, it's good. you've got a lot going for you. Uh, I, w I would think if you wanted to get into show business, I would get an, a an agent or a manager, you know, because you can't promote yourself. you got to get somebody who believes in you and can push you and has, uh, you know, has, uh, you know, a, a person that, uh, that can open doors for you, you know, has connections. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Well, Rich, I do want to thank you so much for your time on being on my podcast. Uh, God bless you, sir, and um, I hope to okay. make it out make it out to one of your shows sometime. Great, great. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Well, thank you so much for your time, sir. Okay. Good night and God bless. Good night. <laughs> Red Red Skelton. Red Skelton. Red yeah, Skelton. I love Red Skelton. Yeah, great yeah. guy. Bye. All right, bye-bye.